hey uh, today I'm just telling you things that you don't want to hear about your dreams, not to scare you off, but to just say, like, is this something you really want? If you had to put everything aside, and we had to have that conversation as a couple because it was like, okay, you're going to go after your dreams, which means, you know, we might not be able to get the material things for a little while. It's a, it's a long game. And if it's a long game, then we got to put some of those material possessions kind of back on the burner, which means we're going to look weird, which means we're going to have old cars, which means we're going to have a tiny house, which means we're probably just not going to quite fit the bill of expectations that everyone would have for us. Right. But we have these things and these are the things that are important to us. And these are the things that we want to go after. These are the goals that we have. And, and that makes you weird. And then when you're weird, people talk about you. It's weird and it's hard. And then you're not normal. And then people really talk about you or they don't, or who knows, who cares. But like at the end of the day, do you want your dreams or don't you? And usually that comes with a sacrifice. And it's all the things sacrifice. It's it's nice things. It's it's shiny things. It's friends. It's sometimes deep and meaningful relationships. It's all um, hard. You know, I like to work with my friends, but I don't typically just hang out. Like usually, we're we're building something together. We got to have a reason to get together. We're doing things. And some friends aren't going to be able to have a conversation like that. It'd be weird. And you should probably get used to being weird if you're going to go after dreams. Let's go. Hey, you're on this journey on this season five vibe and everything season five as I'm forecasting what it will look like is all about settling into the being, the knowing, transitioning from believing to knowing and fine tune correcting what that looks like and just living. And we started out this show You know, really thinking that this was going to happen overnight. And one of my greatest accomplishments of all of this will be just continuing on and showing an example, a real life example of what it looks like to turn your life around. And so if you're just happening upon this show in season five, you should know there are four other seasons that have followed me on this journey this journey of turning my life around, this journey of finally getting to this place where I wasn't angry and spiteful and hateful and ego-driven. It really follows all of that. So you can go back to the start. What I will caution you is that it is unedited and pure and raw. And I was still very much in that ego hate phase of my life and it's all lived out loud and this whole journey has been lived out loud in truth so you will hear me venturing into businesses that if you follow the link that i am promising you will be there you will end up 
lost, you are not going to get there. Just know that. Um, but it's, it's all about that journey. It was real. It was real right then. That business I was developing, that program, that course, that whatever. It was real and this is all real. This is me living my life out loud so we can all do our dreams. Heyo, welcome to the Death of a Dream podcast where we do dreams. That's what we do. It's every day. We're not gonna stop and play. We're gonna do our dreams. We're gonna do our dreams. Here's the thing. Today, we are going to do an episode on things that you do not want to hear about your dreams. And I know they're the things that keep you up at night because you're just going, I want to do my dreams. I want to live my dream life. But I also want to hold on to this super secure point that I'm in in my life. And hey, you and me, we know, we know, we know. I just want to do that. I just want to eat all the fried food. I just want to not drink greens in the morning. I just want to not work out. I just want to stay lazy. I just want to sit here and be sick forever, but I don't. Like this week, this last week, being sick again, nothing, nothing frustrates me more than being sick at all. There's literally nothing because <clears throat> I hate not being able to move the way that I want. I hate feeling like I can't do something. Nothing bothers me more in this life. And it's just kind of like, well, look, you can't. If you get sick, you can't. And last week I was like, okay, I got all this stuff I got to get done. I got, I got deadlines. I got this and that and that. And my brain just literally was in a fog. So I was so sick. I was so tired. I was so all of the things, all the things at once, all of them. And I couldn't do it. <coughs> I could not do it. And now I'm not sure. Has this recent sickness just moved into my lungs and do my lungs hurt today? They certainly do. They haven't. But today they do. Last night they started. It kind of just felt like there was some something in my lungs that hadn't been there before. <coughs> so luckily that's going to be a part of the show today. You're welcome, um, especially as I get hot in here. But let's go ahead and ground ourselves in our greatness. I would say one of the wonderful things about doing all of this and what motivators and inspirational speakers and all the people will tell you, you're nothing without your systems, nothing without your systems. You have to have systems in place and listen. Other people will tell you, you can make a million dollars and never have a system at all. And you can't. And that's true. You, you can, you can fool the system. You can not have a system. You could just get insanely lucky by just working willy-nilly frilly and never having an exact way of doing anything. However, I would say the most consistent deliverers of success do. And so 
yeah, having a system is good. Why? Because I think it just tells you when to show up and where to show up when your brain is telling you otherwise. When your brain is saying, no, we need to sleep. And hey, this could be wrong because maybe I should have slept and maybe that would have fixed everything. But I don't have time. I don't have windows to sleep. And I know we don't like We don't like hearing that. We don't like that. No. That's not true, Hannah. It's It's true. There just aren't windows. There haven't been windows. I was sleeping as much as I could. Sleeping like before I got kids ready for school. Sleeping after up until I needed to go to work. If there was some downtime at work, trying to lay my head down on my desk for a while. I mean, this went on for about a week straight. And the crazy thing is, I know. I know I could message everyone and be like, hey here's the situation, you know, I didn't sleep well because I was at the hospital and I was helping to be there for family. And then I came home and kind of got rushed right into my day, into my week, didn't sleep well, didn't, was just there for family, had to work, had to get all the things done, had classes, had all the things. I know that I have the best excuse of all. I could text everybody and be like, hey, I just need a couple weeks off. And I'll be good. And everybody would be like, that totally makes sense. You should take a couple weeks off. No big deal. Let us know when you're back. Can't wait to work with you. But that is not how this works. That is not what I signed up for. This is not fair weather entrepreneurship to me. Like, too bad, yeah? Sleep, and my body may just disarm me completely. There's a possibility that we're headed in that direction. But for now, slept as much as I could, rested as much as I could. Now we need to get back on with life. Like, you're rested. You're... Maybe still sick. I don't know. But it's just kind of like I know that it is a result of extremely unhealthy systems that have been supporting my life for far too long. And I don't get to just play the, oh, I'm too busy card. When are you not going to be busy? Play that scenario out for me, hand banan. When do you get unbusy? never going to happen. So it's time for you to up your life, bring your life up to where you're at right now. That's all. You're not going to be unbusy. You're not going to be unbusy. Okay. We good? So I think (coughs) (laughs) Ah, my great thing is just having that realization. There is not going to be an ideal time, but what is unideal 
is constantly being consumed in this repeat of sickness when it is completely in your control. And you're like, no, being sick is not in your control. True, you can't help when you get sick, but I'm not doing anything to prevent said sickness. I'm feeding my body crap. I'm not working out consistently. I'm inconsistent with my sleeping. I'm just kind of all over the place. Like, too bad, so sad, Virginia. I don't know why I just called myself Virginia, but too bad, so sad. It's time to work. It's time to get in system, as I like to call it. It's just time. You can't keep getting sick than having excuses. And I don't give anyone excuses, even though I could. I work really hard to not because in a world where excuses are really easy, like <coughs> thrown out there like nothing. Oh, oh, here's 12 excuses for why my kid was late today. And my kids are really good at, we're all really good at, it's just the human quality at finding an excuse. Some days I'll just be like, we're just late. We're, we're just late. And my kids sometimes will throw out and it's like, nope, we're just late. We're just late. We weren't moving as quickly as we should have been. We're just, we're just late. There's no excuse. There's probably a million excuses, but who cares? Like, we're just late. That's just the reality. That's all. Everything else is, is not reality. It's the past. So it doesn't, it doesn't matter. We're just late. We're running behind. There is no excuse. It just happens and keeps happening. And no more. Well, less, right? <laughs> um, so yeah, my great thing is just sucking it up because I can't be sick anymore. Can't. I don't want to. And now we're going to go into a show to tell you all the things that you don't want to hear about doing your dreams. And I'm going to give you the low down dirty version that you do not want to hear because you want to believe that dreams don't come with sacrifice. That's what we want to believe. And I would love to paint you that beautiful picture. Oh my gosh, it's so lovely. Okay, but take time for yourself. Recognize yourself for your greatness. Have a conversation. Make sure that you're using your own language about how you talk great about yourself. Use that language. Okay. But what you want me to do is paint you some beautiful picture. Oh my gosh, it's going to be so amazing. You're going to be chasing your dreams. Everyone's going to support you. They're going to love you so much. They're going to love you doing this. You're not going to lose a friend. You're not going to lose any sleep. It's going to be wonderful. Once you get on that track, once you figure out what you want to do, you're going to write your things down and then you're going to go after them and you're never going to have any pain along the way. It's going to be so easy and smooth sailing because you found what you wanted to do. And now you can't be denied what you want to do. It's just attraction. It's all going to come to you. It's going to be so easy. Are you going to go after them now? No, because you don't believe that for a second, do you? I hope not. Here's the deal. It's going to be terrible. 
you know, I was talking with a friend yesterday and we were talking about, she coaches lessons and she was a division one athlete. And we were talking about that lifestyle because it really is. And I think that was my first dose of this. It's like once you're high performing or you're performing to a different level than most people, than your friends that maybe you had in high school, than your friends that maybe you had through college. Like once you get on that track of, of high performer, high achiever, there aren't friends there. There isn't time there. You know, and as I'm talking to my friend, she's like, yeah, it's crazy because these parents will pump all this money into this kid for them to get better at this thing. I'm not sure, like, who wants to get better at it or, or what it is, but, you know, I'll give them stuff to work on at home and they're like, oh, I didn't work on it. You know, I was hanging out or I was watching Netflix because all my friends are watching this show. And she's like that, that in and of itself, like if you want to fit in with your friends, if that is more important to you in this life than this, which is fine, it is, it's just fine, then quit wasting your money. Because that kid is not going to go to college, because it doesn't, like, you get to college and you're like, whoa, I made it, wonderful, all the sacrifice was worth it. No, it's more sacrifice. Do you want to know what's hard? Okay, here's what's really easy. Your parents controlling your schedule, them telling you, hey, you got to be at practice at this time, so you need to go to bed at this time. Hey, I'm going to enforce this rule so that you can't be out with your friends too late because you have a tournament tomorrow, right? Like, that's pretty easy. The decision's already made for you. What's not easy is once you escape the grip of your parents and you go into college and you have all of these outside factors and you have the ability to make friends with more than just the athletes that are around you because you're meeting them in classes and they're inviting you to stuff because it's new and it's different and everybody's kind of open to new and different experiences. And so you're getting invited and you have to say no. If you have a tournament the next day, not your parents aren't saying no for you. You have to say no. Or you say yes. And you recognize and experience consequences of that yes. And you either realize that you have bigger things that you want to accomplish here. Or you keep trying to do both. And it does not last very long. Because you get tired. And you're not on the A team anymore and you're not excelling the way that baby girl used to excel when she was in high school. She was such a winner. This coach must not like her. Nope. The coach likes her, but you can tell. You know when a kid's partying. I watched a lot of kids throw up on treadmills because they were idiots. And they would party the night before a big workout like idiots, but they couldn't say no. And why couldn't they say no? Probably because they never had to say no, because someone was making the rules for them. And when they had to make rules for themselves, they decided they didn't want those rules anymore. And they wanted to see what it was like. And that same kid is the same kid that during lessons cared more about if their friends knew that she watched the Netflix special or not. Like, that's it. That's the same kid, the one that wants to stay socially involved. Again, fine, 
just fine. But what are we wasting our money for? Who is this for? And parents will do that, right? We, we're all guilty of that. I'm a parent myself. Of like, no, oh, I can see this in you. I know that you're, but you got to pay attention to what the kid's temperament is. If they're not going to be a kid that's willing to sacrifice it all, right? They don't care what people think. They don't care. They have goals. They have ambitions. They don't need a boyfriend because they don't really care about what people <laughs> think about them. They don't need the traditional things. And I wish that I could tell you that I was one of those, but I wasn't. But I also didn't have anyone telling me like, hey, life's going to be much bigger than this. Right? And I was really lucky because my parents didn't actually guide me that much. They kind of let me make my own rules. Actually, I think they knew the kids that I was hanging out with and they knew that their parents would have rules. So they were like, well, we might as well not even waste our time with that because she's going to have to come home. They're all going to have to be home. Anyways, I'm not sure what it was, but they didn't seem to care too much about what I did, uh, <laughs> which was wonderful. And it was wonderful because in high school, I got the chance to make those mistakes, to stay out too late on a tournament morning, to realize those things. And then when I got to college, it was like, I already knew how to control myself. I already knew the rules. I already knew how to say no to things. I already knew how to do all of that. <coughs> I don't know that that was intentional on my parents' part, but um, it was definitely different than how my friends were raised. And my friends, the ones that were given all the rules and all the guidance and all the things, went out and partied for the first at least two years of college. And then this is what gets hard. It's like, those are your people. And you're going to go meet all these new people, but you still kind of want to hang on to them, right? But when you go try, you'll realize you're just in completely different places. Or that's what I realized. And the things that you're going after are not the things that I'm going after. And there's nothing wrong with what you're going after. Just like, I got other things. I got things. I can't. I can't be doing that, right? And most people, that would probably be too hard, right? Oh, I'm not going to be able to keep these friends because I have this thing. And these are the things that I don't want to tell you, but I'm going to have to. That's going to come as part of going after dreams every time. It's just a part of it. Whether you're in college or high school or you're not, you're just an adult, like you're just going to lose the people who aren't going after bigger things. So they're going to drain you. Or they're going to pick on you. They're going to be like, oh, yeah, she's too fancy to drink at the bar all night. She's got goals. Like, nah. Okay, that's a different energy. Bye. Nice to know you, though. Glad that we were friends at some point, but 
I'm going to go ahead and go after more. Okay. And not that you can't do any of those things. That was a very specific reference. It's it's all the things. It's all the things. <coughs> there are so many things that you could get lost in and on in all of this work. But I think at the end of the day, it takes a lot of sacrifice. It takes being okay with people being like, wow, they're really weird. That's that's what they spend their money on. That's what they spend their time on. That's That's what they do. They don't watch TV. What? That's crazy. Yep, we're just kind of crazy. It's okay. We got things. We're doing things. We got goals. And I don't know. I think that this is a tricky one because you don't want to hear that you're not going to have any friends. But um, you're not going to have a whole lot of friends. Oh, no, I could have both. Mm. You're not going to have both. You're probably not going to have both. Big dreams and friends. Because big dreamers don't take very good care of people. Just in the grand scheme. Right? Because they're going after things. And I want to have a better balance. I want to take care of the people that are around me. But I feel like most people in my close circle understand that, like, she's going to be the one to do this for us. And then we're all going to benefit from that. So we just got to give her kind of the benefit of the doubt here. <laughs> like, this is just who she's supposed to be. This is her living in her fullness. This is the best version of her. And even if that best version means we don't have the best of best friends, it's okay. She needs to be that. And I just, you know, you got to keep your circle really small. So that's one of the things you don't want to hear. You're not going to have that many friends. And also when you're doing big things, it's best that you don't. I got to be honest. Because it's like everybody's going to show up for a piece of, piece of the pie. And if you know who the people are that stuck with you, and I say that a lot, like, no, I know the ones that were there saying yes from the beginning. I know the ones that were like, whatever it is, whatever it takes, I know who they were. Right, the ones that stayed by me even when I was like, hey, I'm going to write books and I have no idea what I'm doing. And they were like, all right, I don't know what you're going to do, but I know it's going to be amazing and I'm here, whatever you need. Those are the people. Because everybody will come out of the woodwork when it's success. And I've already seen it, just, just little pieces of it. And it's like, oh my gosh, that's so funny. You know, I know you've been seeing stuff this whole time. I know that you've been watching. Couldn't just hit the heart, had to wait till everybody was hitting the heart. Okay. All right. Just noted. Just noted. Yep. I got it. I hear you. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I'm on Instagram. Yeah. I saw that. She didn't like it. Okay. I see you. And now some of my stuff gets so many likes. I can't possibly know, but that's the thing. It's like, 
there was a time where I knew every single heart. I knew every single comment. I knew all those things. And I knew who was there doing that work and who wasn't. And so when those fake ones come around, like, oh, now you're successful. Look at you. Okay, now we want to we want to show up for you. We want to help you. Like, yep. It's just, it's just noted. There's nothing wrong with those people. There's nothing wrong with them. They're just probably not someone that's in the inner circle, right? That's an outer. Um, so another thing that you don't want to hear is that it's going to take <coughs> extreme unbalance. Yeah. Nope. I think for a while when I didn't have a job, and I was trying to figure out how to write. And I was really just focused on on being a mom, on figuring out how our life was going to continue just off of one salary. Like really figuring that out. Um, I realized that then I was like, it's just I want balance. I want to be able to be a mom and to be a entrepreneur and to be a writer and to be all these things and to have this perfect balance and love my children and feed them whole foods and and shower them with love and comfort and walk them slowly to school and have this beautiful balanced amazing life and then also pick them up from school and then sit home with them and brush their hair and hang out and lovingly live our life <coughs> in unison and there be the best balance that there could ever be and I be the best mother that I could ever be. And I'm the best friend that I could ever be. And I'm the best entrepreneur that I could ever be. And I'm just this amazing, everything is amazing. And everything is amazing. But it comes with a lot of unbalance in seasons. And I think for me, balance isn't as much the requirement as presence is. So at least you know that when I'm home, I am here, right? Or if I am home and I have to work, I'll let you know. And you know, I, I am working because that happens a lot too. But like, it isn't this perfect, beautiful life where they can be separate from one another. And everybody wants that because that's what we all see. Oh, when my kids are napping, I'm just building my empire. And that's what I was doing. Like, okay, kids are at school for a little while. I'm. Uh, that's when I build. That's when I work. That's when I grind. But like, luckily, during that period of my life when I was really preaching the importance of balance and, and not overworking and blah, 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 blah. And that was a wonderful thing to say because it was true. And I did need those things at that point. I really wasn't doing much and I was doing a lot, but I was really mentally falling out from the life that I had created, like I had to have that time, that space, that separation, I had to build in that balance. And now, now that I'm back working and, and building a business, there really is no time for that. And so I think it's really toxic that we continue to, to press and give that expectation to people going after their dreams, specifically to women going after their dreams. Like 
You really can have it all. You can build a bazillion dollar business and take your kids to school and raise them. and You'll never be tired. It'll be so beautiful. And you can wear all these fashionable clothes and have this wonderful life. And you probably can. And there are going to be seasons that are completely unbalanced. I just got through one where like there is no time for self-care, where you're lucky if you get a shower once every six days, where you'll be very grateful that clothes can exist on the ground for as long as they can dirty without smelling, or maybe you just can't smell at this point because you've been sick for so long. Like there's going to be moments of unbalance and had you not obsessed about living this beautifully balanced dream life, I think balance is something that we can get to, but there's going to be chaos. And having an expectation of balance always is a little bit unrealistic. And you don't want to hear that. And I don't want to tell you that, but that's just the truth. There are going to be seasons when you have a newborn baby, when life is just going to be crazy, where work is going to exhaust you and your baby is going to exhaust you and you're going to exhaust each other in a relationship. And it's just not going to be wonderful all of the time, especially when you put on this overwhelming threat of going after your dreams and living up to your full potential and living in your full existence. Especially then. It's going to be way worse then. I just love you too much to lie to you. It's not going to be balanced and it's not going to be beautiful and it's going to take a lot of sacrifice and you're not going to have that many friends and you're not going to be entertaining every single night and maybe entertaining isn't part of your dreams and maybe there are things that you don't want to let go and that's okay. And if those are the things that are important to you, then maybe your dreams just aren't something that you're going to be able to attain and that's okay too. It's okay to not be willing to sacrifice those things. Most people won't. It's okay. It's okay to be you. As always, you're smart, you're strong, you're beautiful. What are you going to do? Change the world. Hey, I've enjoyed spending time with you and I cannot thank you enough for making what I do possible. If you want to continue to support the show and therefore continue the development of everything that we're doing here with the death of a dream and the development of local and all of the platforms that allow dreamers to do, you can go ahead and connect with us on socials at local shop space and connect with me on socials at Hannah us and i would love to see you there go ahead and check out all of our websites and everything that we do here i would love you to do all of that to like share and and comment on everything that we're doing but bottom line i i just want you to do your dreams and as long as you're going after the things that set your heart on fire that's all that really matters change the world. Mm-hmm.